We play for bravery. We play for big hearts in tiny bodies. We play for the fighter within. We play for life reclaimed, disease in remission, stories rewritten. We're Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU, and we nurture the champion in every child. We fight the forces that threaten them, and we play to win. Learn how at chrichmond.org. Hi there, this is Jim the Keys bartender turning down the music right now. I'm here in Key Largo, mid-Key Largo we established mid- last well, week. This is just like regular Key Largo. Regular Key Largo. Regular old Key Largo. Uh, for episode 153 here with Jenna Kelly. Hey. Hello, hello. That. Once again. You've I got, got it. Straight a- on. Nailed it right out of this, uh, the... Uh, Thing you you nailed name. it. No more tongue twisters. What do you, you, know, what do you got? A, you've got a really original beer today. Yeah, this is uh, Abita Andy Gator. Andy Gator. 8.4% IPA. Oh. Mm. Tasty. Tasty beer. A little hoppy. Um, the, um, we call this episode Get Out. I think I did an episode called Closing Time before. Yeah, I think you did too. I but think this, this one is a more get abrupt. Out. Like this get is out. just get a out. bold, aggressive, just get out. Yeah. And yeah. Um, once again, folks, if you do enjoy uh, the podcast, uh, we'd appreciate if you could leave a, uh, a review on iTunes or iHeart. We're getting a lot more listeners. Last week, once again, we had another banner week, more, more than uh, uh, more listeners than we've had in previous. We're on up and up. Right. Awesome. So we up. have iHeart. iHeart. Uh, uh, iTunes. iTunes and then also Spreaker. That's Spreaker. That's in that order. And then um, Spreaker is not as big, but it's getting bigger because they bought out uh, a big podcast network, uh, which we aren't on. We're on Spreaker, but we're not on that podcast network. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, we're, we're hoping that we'll go there and we and our friends in Philadelphia and Boston and New York uh, Texas Houston Texas and all those places other places Georgia uh, Ireland now Ireland's number Ireland and Canada Canada's number two to the United States I think we should I think eventually I think because of the size in the population and stuff I think there's like 34 million people in Canada I'm not correct but it's about one tenth population wise so they should be about a tenth of the U.S. one, but we're running, we're running appropriately the same in the United States and Canada, close uh, there. And then Ireland, which is not that large a population. It's, it's, it's smaller in population than Chicago I wonder or how, L.A. How do they find us? I mean, how do people in Ireland find the Keys Bartender podcast. Like you find any treasure, you go and find a leprechaun, you go and beat the shit out of him, find a pot of gold, and you look under it, you find our podcast. <laughs> no. Um, I, I think what, I, what I've been doing is posting on all these uh, sites, on uh, bartender sites, and, and I boost it on Facebook uh, try to get and exposure. Ireland has a lot of bartenders. Yeah, not. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd be. I'd be remiss if I said that the bartender's listening because there was a young girl that was listening one time. She was. Uh, she was actually trying to solicit some kind of um, 
attention from me. Not that she was in it. She wanted, probably wanted a sugar daddy in the United States. <laughs> I realized I wasn't one of the wealthy ones. Oh. Yeah. Shit. But even if, even if I was, it, it, the girl was uh, uh, not really my type. Not really your type. Yeah, my, my type. But she... Uh, See, I, I have an Irish wanted, last name. Kelly. Yeah, you with do. An EY. You do have a Kelly. Right. So, of EY, course, I'm I think that, yeah. into that name. Yep. But then my husband was adopted, so after he did Ancestry DNA, he found out that he was uh, like 72% British and then 2% Irish. But yet we're. British Kelly's. and Irish is. The, my yeah. And then the Scottish usually have the, the Kelly with the no EY, like the Kelly, K E L L Y. Oh, really? Yeah, and the EY is it, usually the, the Irish. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought Kelly was. Uh, Last name Kelly was uh, Irish. Yeah, just the, with the E Y is Irish and the just the Y. Well, Grace Kelly was Irish. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah, she yeah, shortened yeah, it because yeah. a lot of people forget and they spell it wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> or maybe when they came over here, they just they just said, "Well, this is the way it's going to be." Yeah. Ke- Kelly, Kelly, like Kelly. Make it easy. Whatever. Whatever. Um, I I um, before we get to uh, get get. Get out. I didn't say get the fuck out. No. But I, did, I have said that we a couple of people before. Get the fuck out. Um, I, I do realize uh, when I've been boosting the, the podcast that uh, it isn't, and I'll go over to frame of reference. I realize, uh, I was explaining to a musician friend of mine how I think it's easier to be successful podcasting than it is to be a musician entertaining to people because in a room, Let's say you're entertaining. You have to entertain most of the people, right? Right. Now, I don't have to entertain most of the people that listen English in English. I have to uh, get an audience, and my audience. And this is the way I say. Let's say, let's say, I'm in English, about 150 to 200 million people listen to podcast, right? Okay. If I got uh, 1% of that, that would be 1.5 million to 2 million. That's huge. That's massive. Now, now if I got 0.1% up, that would be 150,000 to 200,000. That still would be very good. And so I really, in order to be successful, I have to appeal to 0.1%. 0.1%. Now, if you went to a concert, let's say a big concert of 5,000 people. And you appeal to 0.1%. That would be 5%. You would be booed 5%. off the stage. That's 5%. No, five people. <laughs> five people in a room of 5,000. And that would be 4,995 people who couldn't give a shit. No, I understand there's, that could be... Obviously, you should not... Obviously, if you're of that 99.9%, and I'm not saying I could appeal more. Who knows? It's a sick fucking world, man. Right. There's people that you know. There's people that uh, like Phil Collins, right? Yeah, Phil Collins. How <laughs> I many pissed people off? Something like that. You know, with a big. There was a big. Uh, uh, what do they call that thing where you sign a um, a petition? Okay. Uh, and it went out. It was a petition for Phil Collins never to perform ever again. Oh, seriously? It is mean spirited. That's mean. That was mean spirited. Although I will have to say that after watching like uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and then watching, I watched the Oscars the other yeah. day. Um, it was really like cool. Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. I mean, Freddie Mercury 
could appease 100% of the people that were in that audience. Yes, he was like, entertaining. Uh, every Freddie Mercury. time. Well, you know who else? There was another guy that passed away from your neck of the woods. Prince. Prin- of course, yes. Prince. Prince. I mean, I didn't realize... You realize Prince was an artist, very interesting, and that's great. I love Sorry, Hoagie, no, Hoagie, I don't know. Hoagie's barking in the yeah. background. I think it's all right. Yeah, hi, Hoagie. Yeah. Uh, hi, Hoagie. <laughs> You're going to pay attention to you. I, I love dogs, so I don't get all freaked. And when babies cry, dogs and stuff like that, I don't get it. Really? So okay, yeah, the, so I Prince, dogs, someone not the said, babies. I didn't realize how great a guitar player, uh, who was the guy that wrote song, uh, that song Tears in Heaven, whose baby, his Oh, dog. that was uh, Eric Clapton. Yeah, he, I think it was Eric Clapton. Someone said, "Who? How's it feel to be?" Said to Eric Clapton or someone else. Uh, how's it feel to be the greatest guitar player in the world? He yeah. said, "No." He said, "I, I don't know." know. Why don't you Prince. ask Prince? Yep. Yeah, because that's what he he meant to say uh, that Prince was the greatest, uh, ama- amazing guy. Have a seat there, my friend. Uh, there's a I helicopter don't know if the, going I don't, yeah, overhead. I was going to say, I don't know if the is dynamic mic can, can, can pick that up. It, it's is, going the wrong direction to be a... The, it the, could uh, be a life flight. It's the, not moving the, awfully well, fast. It's going to the wrong direction. There's no good hospitals down here. They would have to go to... No, where they could pick up from there. Oh, Tavernier so has a... Uh, I think they're flying a, down a to, a, to pick up. Pick up. Uh, yeah, trauma, you go trauma there, star, right? Trauma star. Gotcha. Or it's one of the obscenely rich that... They don't fucking like to drive, you know, so they want to take a helicopter. Um, so here's the trouble. Well, I guess that's the trouble of the obscenely rich down here. We're taking a helicopter going. Are we taking us off our subject? <laughs> what we were talking about. The percentage of people that, that like us and, and don't. So the reason why we ask for reviews is so we can get more and more exposed and hopefully get to that 0.1%. Right. Of people, because there's just people that don't know we exist. And they'll be happy that we, you know, they're happy that in the ignorance. Some people are very happy to be in the ignorance that we do exist, I'm sure. It's better than for them not to know. But you are inquisitive. If you're looking for some certain something, because there's a lot of weird taste See, out there. There's people about- that love Limburger, they eat Limburger cheese. You're on they the love cheese the smell of cheese, right? I know, once again, the cheese thing. The cheese. That's what he had a cheese podcast a cheese earlier thing. today. Yeah, it was called... What was it called? Modium. Modium cheese. Modium, because... You know, you heard it in Modium? Modium is for stopping you from... And I was suggesting that if Kim Jong-un, he just came... He was coming off the, his ramp, off his train, or his bus, like his Madden bus or whatever it is, and he comes down the thing, and then all of a sudden you see that North Korea... He moves down pretty quick. Then all of a sudden, this guy comes running behind him. He's running behind him. I'm watching. Did you see that? No. Guy's running behind him. His arms aren't moving. And he's running up like for dear life. And he runs up to him like his life depended. And it probably did. It, I think it was the translator because he went up to greet the Vietnamese. And I'm sure Kim Jong-un never went to trouble learning Vietnamese. Right. I wouldn't And stuff so. like that. <clears throat> and, this guy, and this translator should have been, you know, should have, you can't, it's a funny thing is you can't walk in front of Kim Jong-un, but you can't leave him uh behind when he's uh, Vietnamese. So he was shaking hands with the Vietnamese and a guy comes running up and he's looking over to look for the translator and thinking, this guy, you know, he killed a, his, he killed an uncle with poison or strangulation, killed another guy with an anti-aircraft gun. Um, he used every, a flamethrower. Goodness, he... He does every... He's a, he's a maniac. Anyway, cheese. He's a maniac. But he's a lot of cheese. And he looks like a guy that <laughs> eats a lot of cheese. He's, he's like a lot of cheese. And because he's... You know, he's if you're... If chunky you're, and bloated. Yeah, if he's negotiating right. and you're constipated, 
That could reflect. You could withhold things. You're, besides withholding your your stool, you're withholding giving. You're withholding information. Information or or, or treaties uh, agreement or something like that. So I said, Imodium cheese, and then we realized Imodium was would Imodium stop him from it, that, would yeah. further compact his feces. So Modium cheese would move it. <laughs> And then I put on the last one, it says, brought to you by Modium Cheese. Modium. A block of cheese that stops that you being blocked by cheese. Right. That, yeah. Get it? That helps you poop. So if it's no, in like, Modium it, cheese a block, a block of cheese, cheese that clears your blocked, blocked cheese or blocked, you know, will not block you or something like that. And it was great. And I'm thinking Robert Kraft from uh, the Patriots. He needs a boost now since he's been going to Rub and Tugs in South Florida. Uh, we didn't mention oh, that yet. Oh, we uh, we'd like to thank Ro- Robert Kraft. And some, somebody came in, they're picking on him because he's a millionaire. I said, first of all, he's a billionaire. That's the ridiculousness of it, that he's going there, right? <laughs> he could have bought the whole Swedish you know what? bikini team, right? He could have just paid for him. The walking- like, they do up, like they do up at Ocean Reef. Ocean Reef, there's nobody. I, there may be a couple people as wealthy as him up there, but they don't do that. They go and get... Um, from an escort service in Miami, high end, they pay like five, you know, they pay a couple grand. Maybe that's where the hijacker was actually walking to the a hijack- couple weeks. Yeah, the Maybe hijack- the hijacker. What were the, the names? What were some of the names that we read? We, okay, wait, well, let's review this one. Review. Okay, review. Uh, last Monday, not this past Monday, uh, uh, Amado Guar was arrested at 11.20 Monday night on his way to the Lover's Boutique in Key Largo at mile marker 102 and a half. Right. And yeah. he was spotted w- being exposed and masturbating by a woman tri- traveling south. Well, he was walking and masturbating at the same time. Yes. And he, so he got, uh, when they inquired into uh, what he was doing, he said he was going to go and buy an adult DVD, which is an antiquated thing to say nowadays since it's considering, yeah, yeah but considering you have all the free porn in the world on the, that, I mean, how long does it take, really? Well, Obviously, he, must have lost he his can phone. do it almost anywhere. So he doesn't need a big screen television. He could probably do it on his iWatch or something like that. Just look at it. and just. <laughs> I mean, he's walking down the street. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's trying to burn calories and stuff like that. Damon is here with us. He really should grab a microphone so that everybody that's listening can hear you. Come on, Damon. His comments, his banter is fabulous. Yeah. I mean, it could be a new... It could be a jerk and walk. It could be the jerk and walk. Well, there was funny people that were like, "It's um, called a, that's a violation of the penal code." Penal code. <laughs> I'm a wankadoodle dandy. A wa- that's right, wanka. A wa- wanka. Wanker. Wanker. Wanker walker. <laughs> ww wanker walker. Wanky. Um, there was a lot of the. I can't. I, I'm not fast enough on my phone. I know. I, I. But there was a lot of uh, different sayings. A penal code. Uh, penal system. It's going to be introduced to a penal system. Yes. Um, but there was a lot of good stuff there, and we like to thank once again Amato for make, making Key Largo that another just much more interesting place. Yes. So, Although I figured that maybe he was actually his final destination could have been the, the uh, Asian massage, thinking that it was possibly a tug and plug shop. Since you know. Yeah, but would you go and? <laughs> You don't masturbate on the way to the Asian massage Right, well, he problem. was impatient. He said he got impatient walking to the adult store. Yeah, because store, if maybe. you just ended up and go, whoa, wait. And that's... Maybe he was saving some that's money. That's a mile marker 104, <laughs> considering his... Um, uh, would you, how would you say that? Prolificate? I mean, if you're very... Uh, 
you produce a lot of... Uh, prolific? Prolific, yeah, prolific masturbator. <laughs> that he could have tugged one out three times Goodness. on the way there. And, and then when you get there up to the Asian massage parlor, which was about a mile and a half further, uh, he would probably uh, be done. I still, I still right? think it's, it's hilarious because I, I imagine somebody trying to walk and tug at the same time, and you would have to walk at a rhythm. Right? So that you, it would be like rubbing your tummy and patting your head. Well, he could have been listening to music. <laughs> could have been something. And what did he do with his pants? Oh, we, we can... Where were his pants? No, a zipper. You think, really? We talked about that too. Oh, no, he could have been wearing be... sweatpants. Even... He could have been having uh, one of those. Yeah, because you're moving and your zipper. The... Would be, that would be like zipper chafing would act and like rubbing. a dull saw blade. Right. You would slowly be sawing Ooh, off your would member. that would be abrasive. That would definitely. <laughs> Jeez. I just imagine a guy walking down the sidewalk into with his pants around his ankles with a really bad rhythm of yeah, trying to actually... F- or he fell on the... He fell and tripped and got abrasion. Right. And, and uh, you know, scratched his hand up and then the tip... <laughs> and they go, well, how did you get both of those? In the, no, there's a lot of different uh, things you get. End up getting in a bike. A bike act, A bike could have rode into him. A bicycle, yes. He could have been a hit bike, by a one bicycle. One of those people, we have a lot of bikers that ride at night. Somebody could have... Without lights? Run him and his, his body parts yeah. over. Just walking in. And I wonder if he got arrested, if he did put it away, or if he just had his dick in his hand when... Well, I mean, up. there's pretty much no hiding yeah, it at like that this. point, Okay, right? put your hands behind your head, and then... And then, boing. and then you go. Wait, wait a second. Put that thing away first. No, <laughs> that would just yes, be awkward. sir. Would you please put that away? Yeah, <laughs> we don't want to see anything else. Obviously, we, we can tell you. you're excited to see us. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh wow, that that boosted up real heavy there. Just that so. Um, so anyway, get out. Get out. Get yeah, closing time was big. So get out, get the fuck people, out. People ask me all the time when they come in, they say, what time, they call up and say, what time do you close? And it's simply, it's, it's like one of the worst questions you could ask anybody in any business. Because you know, they can't get there now, but they want to get there when on their time. Of course. When is it? Yeah. Uh, that's what banks, I nice know, about banks. Well. Banks just say, fuck it, we're open. We're open from eight to three when you're working. You know what I think is funny about the banks? Even even if there's a line of 10 people in the drive-thru and they've been sitting in there for 15 minutes, it does not matter. If it hits 5 o'clock, they shut that window yeah, and you're like, you're bye. Yeah, bye. You missed it. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. And, and, and banks, uh, I mean, imagine, and they're, ta- not, they're brazen enough. They're not even selling you anything. They're just taking your money. Right. Well, I mean, they're using your money. Is what yeah, they they're do. taking it. Right. They're taking your money, and they said, "We'll take it when we're damn ready to take it." <laughs> right, right. Well, jerk. fuck you. That's why everybody says here. bankers' hours. Bankers oh wait, hours. wait. It's uh, is it Arbor Day? Oh, we're off. Oh we're yes, is it Groundhog's Day? I don't Groundhog think we Day? work close on yet. Day no. Either. Oh, you have to go to the drive-through. <laughs> yes. Or, the ATM's open. Yeah. Or I get the phone. Funny phone calls that were. Are you open today? But now it I just with, answered with the phone. On, and and so. now they screwed themselves over because of online banking, all that stuff. People, a lot of people, unless you have to deposit cash, right? They don't give a shit. What the hell? No, unless you have do, to like. I'll do direct deposit, and then then you go. Well, why did we do that? You know. Yeah. It's like, uh, eventually, I guess whenever you bitch a little, someone figured out a way to replace you. 
Uh, and who was it? The um, it was oh Christ! It was I think it was a, a comedian talking about how the saddest day in someone's life is uh, like a cashier who has to uh, show a patron uh, or customer how to use the self checkout. Right. Because you're 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 teaching them how to do your job. You know. Hey, I have some of these, Damon. I got some of these in there if you like uh, a beta. In there, yeah, it's a beta. It's a. It's his funky beer. It's a funky. He's beer. been he's been bringing a different flavor. Andy Gator. Every week. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's there's. Um, That's good too. Some IPA in could there. You grab me, can I get a? Um, could you do me a favor and grab me a um, a can of the uh, um, Roller Rock? Rolling Rock. Yeah. Ah. It's good. You know what? That I've been is. drinking. You know, sometimes I, you know, it's nothing like getting something like just a clean tasting beer. In there. So I have so a good close. get out. I have a good get out from today. Let's hear it. Okay, so here's my get out. So I have a customer that comes in who's uh, actually uh, oh, man. well known, I guess. Especially, I mean, I didn't know him. I've only lived here for six years. But when I went up to lunch and I spoke with Paige, your yeah. boss, Paige, um, of course, she knew exactly who he was and gave me quite the background. So it, it made describe sense. him to me. Um, I will describe him as a um, former architect, uh, former local businessman. Um, who now seems to be dabbling in some type of real estate, um, but has no credit, like none. And he's well known. Uh huh. And I had. What was to, he known for? Being an architect. Uh, it sounds like it. So I'm. The, it's a. It's his first initial D. Absolutely, but I will. Yes. And, so. he, and he's around sixty something. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Really? Really. So anyway, no um, credit. He, he was upset because he made an appointment to come in and sit down with me and uh, purchase something from Riva today. And I had my, my 9.30 appointment showed up late. Yep. My 10 o'clock appointment showed up early. And then my 10.30 showed up on time, which because the other two buckled me because one was late, the other okay. was on time. I was backed up four people deep. So this particular customer went in, um, basically sat with one of our girls in service that doesn't even really deal yeah. with customers. And she was like, you know, just give her a few minutes, give her a few minutes. <clears throat> and he ended up getting kind of huffy with her and said, and he walked out, my time is valuable. I don't have time to wait for her. And he left. So, uh, you know, about 20 minutes after I was finally finished with the other previous customers, and mind you, I'm I'm not in urgent care. I mean, you can set yeah. an appointment, and I can do the best I can. But if the first guy's late, it screws up the whole thing. And especially in busy season, it's very difficult. I'm the only finance person there, so yeah. if if I have a ten o'clock and that person's not there till ten fifteen, I'm going to get a little late. Yeah. So I got to try to rush through some, prepare for the other ones ahead of time. A lot of times, I do other people's paperwork with other people in my office uh-huh. that they can't see me doing while they're waiting, while they're writing their checks, while they're playing on their phones, while whatever. <clears throat> so this guy comes back into my office and he was rudely knocked on my door frame and then stared at me through my glass door. So I looked at him and I said, like the creepy stare, yes, like he's just standing there not moving, just looking stare. at you without. So of course my back is to him because I'm typing at my computer and I turned and looked at him and I said, you can come right on in and have a seat. So he came in and had a seat and <clears throat> I said, I'm going to finish with something and I'll be with you in just a moment. And I was finishing, I was working on a very big project that had to be completed for the Miami Boat Show. So this customer <clears throat> starts talking to himself in my direction, right? He goes, I'm sorry you had to wait so long. 
I'm, I'm sorry you had to come back, and he kept referring to his own name. You know, an apology sure would be appreciated, finally, after he talked to himself, telling me, basically saying out loud what he wanted me to say to him. And I looked at him and I said... Someone, someone that obviously hasn't been in a high-volume environment where you could get behind. Right. You know, I mean, obviously there's certain jobs, before we continue on that, there's certain jobs where people deal with, they have like, a, I have a morning appointment and an afternoon appointment, and that's it. But when right. you're dealing with... When you're dealing you're with, with, you know, 15 to 18 units leaving in one day, and every one of them has to pass through mm -hmm. me, especially if they're financed or have any re registration at all. Yeah. So... And as the financial officer, that's, that's how you regulate to make sure that every dollar amount is collected, mm -hmm. that nothing is missed, that the paperwork's correct. So after he did this little rant to himself and then, then threw it in my direction, I just turned to him and I said, you want me to apologize to you for you leaving? And I said, now, it's unfortunate that you had to wait, but you didn't need to leave. I said, it would have just been a few more minutes. What does I he said, do when he's in a doctor's office right. or, when, or whenever he yeah. gets his hair cut? So what I said to him was, my time is just as valuable as yours, believe it or not. I said, so either you can sit here and treat me kindly and I will help you, or you can take your business elsewhere. Because I had to do him a huge favor to be able to get him any kind of financing because he had no credit. Mm -hmm. So don't sit there and give me crap when I really had to bend the rules to get his stuff taken care of, you know? So <clears throat> after, by the time he left, he was giggling and laughing and had a good time. Mm -hmm. uh, but he kept trying to, like, throw in these little snarky comments about waiting. And I was like, what did I tell you? You treat me badly. I'm not going to help you anymore. I can see that. I and can... then he, f after I snipped back at him very, very professionally and very kindly, he completely mellowed out. But those kind of customers are the ones that can get the fuck out. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, yeah, I was, it was going to be called closing time and right. stuff like that. But that's when the timing uh, issues come up. I get it when you, uh, along those lines when it's really busy. And, and I, I did a show with this um, previously last two episodes with a dentist and a um, psychologist. And they were very nice. And, and the dentist wanted to say that he wanted me to say I 10 bar. He didn't like me saying I bar 10 because you do more. He says, you do more than that. And he goes like that. And he, was, he obviously was very aggressive about telling me that. I said, okay. You know, tomato, tomato, whatever you call it. I do what I do. And uh, I realize why I do it because I enjoy doing it. And sometimes I get a lot of stress when I'm busy. And that's the fuel that gets me moving sometimes. That when it gets real busy, I get anxious. I want to take, I'm a people pleaser. I want to make sure everyone's taken care of. And then I get a little short with people and stuff like that. I realize that. I realize that. But that's my fuel. People okay. say you got to maintain your I like the cool. high pace. When I, I when just I, don't like dealing when with jerks. I, I know. I'm kind of jerky when I get on the thing. I'm not the same person. And I explain it. I'm not the same person. But I move. That's kind, I'm like the... I'm like the Hulk, but without being able to lift amazingly large weights or anything like See, that. See, with I customers, I'm better with the customers because I expect them to come in there uh, undereducated of what it is that I do uh -huh. and what it is that the process is that they're going yeah. through. But when my salespeople uh, screw something yeah. up, that frustrates oh, me to all well, ends. Well, I, I get it when they come up, when people come up, and I'm trying to take care, and they're taking 
they see I'm busy and it's right there. It's not like a, it's not like I'm running to different tables. I'm, they're all in front of me circle on my bar. My bar is a big rectangle Yeah. and they all see what I'm doing. So they see, I spend five seconds with that person, five seconds with that person, five seconds. Now, why do you expect me to spend two and a half minutes with you? In the time you needed all that information and you wanted to know how I was and how the family is and stuff like that, that's not the time to ask. No. That's I not mean, the time to ask. You're busy. You're there. You got to have a drink. You want a drink? Tell me to drink you want. Do you want to eat? Tell me the food you want. And they go, well, I need to, I need to, get, I need to think about it and I need to know what the, my options and stuff like that. And I go, wow. So people that can't adjust their priorities to the situation. Like if you're in a supermarket. Side, side and it's bar. super crazy there. Mom right? is listening to your episode 152 right okay. now, and she says that you're absolutely hilarious. And then she said, who needs TV? <laughs> Thank you, Gloria. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, FG. Yeah. FG? FG, oh. remember? Fucking I know. Grandma. I can't say that about your mom. I'm yeah. not going to use that. Farmer the, uh, Gloria. Farmer, Gloria. Farmer, farmer Gloria. Gloria. Yes. Okay. We call her fucking grandma. I, I would say you, unforgettable Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But originally it was like they just come in, they, they, they want your attention, they just lock into you, and then they, they get angry, and then they start, and you say, oh, well, you I, that's the way people are under pressure. I swear to God, it's fight or flight syndrome. Yeah. Uh, fight or uh, flight reaction, where, you know, you got to step it up when the pressure's on. I just like putting them in their place intellectually. Well, really? Yes. I get, oh, I get, I get when a salesperson comes in and they're really excited and you say, oh, I got this deal coming in. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's a deal. It's done. And they're going to make a lot of money and stuff. But they don't know what kind of credit. You got to look. They have no you gotta, idea. You, ha- um, you have to pre-qualify. Yeah. They don't know about pre-qualification. Well, right? they do, but they just don't like to do their jobs. They just want to hurry up, hurry up, hurry up there was and sell, that, sell, when sell. I, when I was uh, working at a circuit board company, it's, in circuit boards, it... The fineness of the work where you make circuits, how thin the lines are, over the last yeah, 40 the years, they went cre- the- yeah, they got real high capacity, close, and um, the company I was working for was kind of middle road, right? And there was this guy that was working there, and all he wanted to do was take orders, but he didn't care about the ability of being able to do the job. It's like working at a... Golden Corral, and going back and asking the, sh- uh, the cook there, can you make a baked Alaska for this table? They're not going to fucking make it. They can barely make a meatloaf if it's not on the buffet. You know, but this guy would come and say, uh, they're doing it with a standard deviation of, you know, 0.0001. And he goes, and people go, they can't do that stuff. Whatever, it doesn't matter for you to understand what that is, but it was just a fine night uh, deviation that this company didn't do those things, but he wanted to take it because it was worth to him. It's worth like three thousand dollars to him, and he says, "Wow, that's great. Let's do it. Let's put it on the road." That's, good. that's what he. Um, when I worked in car, I I've had a lot of different jobs. yes car sales. Let's put it on the road. They put a tag on. They're always throwing tags on deals that wouldn't fucking fly. <laughs> I swear to God, it was crazy. You look at this guy and you say. There's no way this guy's going to afford, back in the mid-80s, a $40,000 conversion van. Right. The guy can't afford a $40,000 house. (laughs) So the same guy from earlier, right? The guy that I wanted to say, get the fuck out, but I was smart about it. He says to me, do you know how much money I make? 
I don't understand why my credit is this way. And I said, you If you made that fucking much money, why are you financing it? So I said to him, so you do realize that your credit report has nothing to do with your income, right? Yeah. And he was like, oh, 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 well, I got an email from this Yamaha place. And I said, well, that's the Yamaha card. And that's how I got you approved. He goes, well, they have my information. With horrible credit, get advertisements for credit cards all, all the time. The time right? That doesn't mean they think, oh, well, they're offering me. No, they're not. They're offering <laughs> you the, the opportunity to give them your vital information right. to see if they want to fuck you over so. at 23% when you f- forget to pay. Right. Well, when you, and when you have no credit, you are going to get 23%, and that's the price you pay to build your credit. Yep. So, of course, he says to me, well, you already gave them my information because I got an email. I don't understand why they have to have my email. And I said, sir, this day and age, that's how people communicate. Now they emailed you your account number and all the instructions of how you can pay your payments. You can even put that app on your phone. Yep. And he looked at me well, the like... It's free now. So then he just... He looked at me with like slowly going from like high horse jerk to complete humiliation because I just told you, I don't care how much money you make and neither do you. It's the fact that you have no credit. And of course, I sent them your email because um, it, we don't send um, your, your loan documents via Coconut yeah. Telegraph, sir. <laughs> this is the day and age of email. That's how people communicate. Yep. Yeah. So it was great. But, imagine and he could get imagine the how out. like 300, 300 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. You're working at, in London, Lloyd's of London, right? And someone's getting, they're going to be heading out. And he says, well, I have a sailing ship. And we're going to be heading to India. And we're going to ping up the finest spices and everything. And we need to get financing. We need whatever the equivalent amount, 150,000 pounds sterling to uh, finance the uh, journey. And we'll, we intend to make 800,000. And then they're going to say, and they have no, and they're going to look at us? it. No, look at, they have a list and say, well, what have you done in the past? Well, you have done. What, what shipments have you done? They just didn't give it to them. No. He I said, mean, well, like, I'm going to pay you back. Right. Gonna, okay. H- how many cows do you have? Yeah. And what is your collateral? Yeah, what's your collateral? Oh, <laughs> what's your history right. of doing what's that What's your back? payment and history? If you ever get to see this great movie, it's called The Heart of the, Heart of the Sea. Did you ever see that? Oh, it was actually a real story behind Moby Dick. Herman Melville based, he, it was a retelling of a story that really happened out of New England. You know, I saw something about that the other day. You hear it? It was amazing. Because these guys, actually this whaling ship was destroyed by this, and it went around, it was on, it actually started out in, I think, New England, but they made it around this, this South America and stuff in 18, and, and in the 18, prior to the 1850s, I think it's 50s, they discovered Petroleum coming out, I'm um, discovered. They probably knew it existed, but they started utilizing it. Prior to that, the primary lighting at night in the early 1800s, whale fat, whale oil. Yep. And whale oil was so crucial to uh, Western civilizations because people could work at night. I mean, you could, without the lighting and stuff like that, and to, then you had gas, natural gas and all that stuff, mm-hmm. oil. But prior to that, Kerosene, they needed the whale. They needed whales, and these guys used to get a shitload of money for going out. And they would render, they would render the fat on the on the ship. They would get the whales. They would uh, kill the whales and render the oil, and just bring in 
um, their holds full of whale oil and stuff like that. But this one ship got destroyed by a whale. And people didn't understand. That one is going to throw the whale oil business on its ass because people say, wait a second, a whale can take out a whaling ship? How the hell are we going to finance? No one would finance a trip if they knew that. Right. And, and it would have crashed the whole market. I Once again, I deviated from our you conversation do that. about getting out. It's normal. And getting out yeah. was mainly getting out at the end of the night for me. I mean, it's, it's all certain things in life. I've been on dates when I was with a girl and stuff and like, like that. Oh, I, I tell you, you have to leave now. <laughs> the thing, or any date you're on. Have you ever had Or you had friends over. You had friends over your house, Damon. You had friends over your house. You have friends, people that come in and are just hanging out. You go, wow. You know, uh, I didn't realize I had to put an ending time on the invitation. But it's incredibly necessary from time to time. <laughs> yeah. And they're staying like three, four hours, and they're completely oblivious to your discomfort. Well, I can think of one specific acquaintance that we have that is very difficult to get to leave. <laughs> Which one would that? Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. You're going to have to deal with it. Right. Give me some hinting on that one. Oh, goodness. Because there are so many. And they know you. You know, they may end up listening to it. They may end up listening listening to it. It's the one that uses the F word for an adjective, a verb. Uh, Okay. Yeah, Yeah, that one. Yeah. I try Uh, and be mindful when I go to somebody's house. If we're sitting there and there is a period as short as about five minutes where nothing's happening. Nobody's talking nobody's interacting, nothing, then I take that as my cue to go. Or it's time to start winding down. If you're going to be at somebody's house and you're engaging in conversation, you're over there for a reason. But if everybody starts playing on their phone, sitting around, doing nothing, okay, then that that tells me that it's it's probably time to wind down and to leave because the interaction has subsided for the evening, people are getting tired, obviously. So, let me just... You're one of the enlightened. Let me excuse myself. <laughs> but here's the challenge with me. When I have people over and they don't see it, I get irritated because it's like, if I can figure this out, why can't you? Right. Because I genuinely try and be a nice person. I try and be mindful of people's feelings. I get more quiet. I get more quiet when that happens. Because I'm like, I really don't want you to be here anymore. I'm done. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do, go on with my life. So See, I, like, I have that really thing see. where I just kind of sneak away. Or, and it's not well, because I'm... disappear. You well, don't right. sneak away. No, At I the just res- go, like, We I'm, get people to call bed. up and they go, what time are you open to tonight? I said, well, listen, our kitchen closes at 10. And they talk to me like I'm an asshole and say, well, what time can we be there till? And I said, well, what are you intending to do? We're coming in to have some drinks. And they said, well, there's no one here right now. Who are you coming to? Well, it's just me and my wife. I'm like, it's... Uh, well, there's no one here right now. We're going to close at 10. And he said, well, we're going to close the kitchen at 10. So when are you closing the bar? 10 <laughs> <laughs> 10.05. I mean, what, what do you, I mean, if we had, if you're a bar like CJ's, where people are drinking, 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 you don't, uh, actually, right. you can't really well, I mean, honestly, to do anymore because but, but of the can, rules and stuff. But if, we're, we're a restaurant, and when we close, uh, when it starts closing out, people leave because of the way Key Largo is. It's just, that's not late. They congregate at a few places. They got Sharkies. 
you got um, CJ's, CJ's, and, and you got Caribbean Club. Yep. And there's a couple other places that could be up uh, open a little later. Denny's, because we have a Denny's down here, folks. That has a happy hour from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. with a full liquor bar. That's it. It's crazy down here. So you but, can get your Bloody Mary mm-hmm. on a Sunday morning at nine o'clock yep. at Denny's. Do they have pool tables in there too? Yep, they do. They have two pool tables. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember. So, One day the kids told so, me that they so went there. What happens with it is like they come in and they're sitting there and there'll be two guys coming in and want to have a beer and they drink a beer. And each beer tastes, they drink their beers for 45 minutes. And it's 20 after 10. Can we get another beer? Absolutely not. I'm not going to sit here wait 45 minutes for watching you two guys look at the television, talk about three minutes, then look at the television and then go back. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, when there's good. a ton of people, right. when there's a ton, when there's a ton of people, if there's, I've had wedding parties come in of uh, 15 people and they're drinking and all that shit. I'm going. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then party, you're going to you're going to make money and you're going to get a well, tip. Not just that, whatever. party party things are going on. There's things to do. Well, it's busy. You're not sitting there staring at the TV. You're staring at the wall and stuff like watching that, watching the condensation say, dry yeah. on the wall. And we bottom. don't. We have an opening time. We we set our closing time at ten. But that doesn't preclude us from staying, because it's optional, of staying open later. Right. And the owners understand that, too. Sometimes they get kind of, I said, you know, sometimes I say you got to stay open a little later in order to tell people, especially on the weekends. The bands play over like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. They're going to have a good time. They're just, they're, they people gotta, are partying. They're going to wind down and then they got to go. But yeah. yeah. But, but see, I'm gotta, not a big bar fly. Yeah. I'm, I'm not one that, that yeah. goes out to the bar. I, it's like some people there. need to get it kicked in the nuts. To know that it's time to go. Sorry, sorry, everyone. Hoagie's making. So you got all the you got all the bottles up. No. All the bar mats are down. The kitchen's closed. Everyone's leaving, and there'll be someone looking at you. Go, hey, where's everyone going? You mean everyone else? They went home, and they're just looking at you. And they go, and they go. Well, I guess. Uh, I guess I'll go now, unless and unless what? I want to just hang here for two hours and look at you, one person. <laughs> I I go, another- no, no, I, and I'll just eventually go like this. You mind if I close your bill? Oh, is that it? And I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? We we do not have a thing that says open until twelve o'clock at night. Why do you close it? What do you do? What do you do for a living? I would only ask the person, are you done? Or at the end of the night, when you're done working, do you like to? When you're done being paid at work, let's say they pay you till five o'clock. Do you stay later? Do you stay or do you go and do your go on with your life? Well, I mean, if for an hourly what do you person, do? I would. Yeah, hourly you know, person. Right. Well, I mean, that's the way we are if you're getting tipped. Yeah. You're, an hour, you're, you're technically an hourly person when there's no one there. Right. Now, there's some people that, yes, if you want to lay it on me and say, listen, I am so lonely. And so wealthy. Here. I'm going to give you a hundred like, bucks for you to sit here and watch me drink my watch beer. You, I'll watch minutes. you drink your beer. Otherwise, there's a Circle K up there. You can sit in your vehicle and drink all you want all day and listen to radio. <laughs> or go or to talk one to one of the other uh, bars that's open. That's yeah. open. Or talk to an iguana. <laughs> yeah, go to a bar that's open. <laughs> you know, do, do whatever you want. Walk to the adult, the lover's boutique. It's a lovely walk at night, and at 11.30 at night, I hear it's a really great place to go and masturbate when you're on your way. 
<laughs> I think we're tying it up right now because it's 43 Is it 43? At, okay, after. I have one more get out. Okay. And I so wanted to say it today at work. But when somebody threatens to quit, throws their radio, like two-way radio, across the backyard and then walks away, I quit. Yeah. I'm waiting for that person to quit. Like, that was awesome. Did they come back? I was freaking came back. Second like, time. Second time. This is the second time this person has quit and came back. How'd they come back? Where'd they come back? On, just, just showed back up. Just on showed back, back up. Pretend like nothing happened. Pretty back much. That sounds like a drug problem. It's a drama problem. On the second... It's, this isn't a get out thing. I'm going to talk about this, freaky deaky. Get out. Freaky she, I want, that's I want a freaky one. Let's talk about that, that's yeah. a get out one. I but it goes with the second episode. Okay. I had a I we had this one for the second I had some Carney show up okay. yesterday. Um, we're going to do two episodes. We take a pee break. Thing. Yeah. Well, we have to, we tried to do two back to back. Yeah. And at and the then end, I just Jim's bladder just could not handle yeah. it. Although I did think about that today when I was. Are <laughs> you thinking about getting you, me a Gatorade bottle? I was thinking about how the here? line to the bathroom today was really distracting for Paige because she was trying to write up the tickets and you know get everybody's bills ready for their food and everything once they were done. Yeah. And there was about three old men <laughs> standing right by the front where the cash register is. Yeah. But really, they were all just waiting for the bathroom and she kept looking at them like, can I help you? Can I help you? And I felt like saying, well, that's I the, know, they're all low the, flow. They can't, the, it takes them all four. The it takes them five line. minutes Five minutes to push out five <laughs> ounces of liquid. And you're going to go, oh, so, man, you're in front of an old guy? Yep. She you was, don't have any, they don't have any pressure in their hose. She was distracted by the prostate line yeah. because they kept walking up there. She was like, did you order to go? And they're like, no, just waiting for the bathroom. Three in a row. Just go to the ladies' room. <laughs> old guys don't do that unless I you do. tell them it's okay. I'm an old guy. You're not that old. I'm talking about like I know some old some guy. people are surprised that I'm not seventy. I mean, uh, <laughs> well, and then there was another guy that came in today, and I guess um, his name starts with a J. It's not the normal J that we see. The older guy with the minivan that comes in all the time for like a beer and then drives yeah. through a different place and has a beer. Yeah, it's not that guy. There's a different guy. So there's old man. His name is Jerry, by the yeah. way. Okay, old man Jerry, and then there's Grumpy Jerry. Well, I guess Grumpy Jerry came in today, and he sat in the back part of the restaurant when oh, it has the oh, doors oh, oh, that close. Oh, he's a fucking, he wears it. He wears a war correspondent jacket. <laughs> and he goes, calls me. He's the one that goes, hey, what's he call me? Big boy. He calls me big boy. So Katie. Big boy. And it's like, it's not like a grandfather calling a, a, a baby. Yeah. Big boy. I mean, that's. Yeah. So yeah. Katie goes. Katie, Katie walks out after she helps him, and she shut the door behind her, you know, for the glass doors yeah. into the private little area of the restaurant. And she goes back up to Paige, and, and Paige goes, is that old man Jerry? She goes, no, no, it's grumpy Jerry. She goes, see, look, the doors are closed. He doesn't like noise. If you don't like noise, why are you at a bar? Oh, no, Jerry comes in. This guy comes in, like, what and he'll come in. He, the, the nice thing about it, he'll never see a podcast. He doesn't know what it exists. He walks by a band, and it's Friday, Saturday night. And he tells the, he walks in, and he's going to the fucking room anyway. He tells the band to turn the noise down. It's too loud. I said, why the fuck are you walking through that door? There's a perfectly good door in the back, not near the band. He's walking in a Friday, Saturday night, walking right in front of the band, right in front of the speaker. The guy has ears like a, a five-year-old. It's too loud. Yeah. It's too loud. But you're going to an establishment where you understand these things happen. Right. On a so, Friday, Saturday night. So yeah. why wouldn't you just stay home? Or go Shut to up. a really bad place that, has, that no one goes that to. That nobody goes to. Right. Yeah. there won't be a band. 
There won't be a band. There won't be anybody there. We want a band. And that's then you could silent. die. You could die quietly of botulism. Maybe you could have a band of mimes. Then he could just watch the mimes and not have to listen. Or to we it. can go. You know what, Jerry? There's this guy Amado Gare, and you could go and watch him masturbate. <laughs> And you can get the fuck out. Yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> probably so okay. Be too probably okay, we're, we're at 47 <laughs> we're, and a half minutes. That's great. Uh, remember, folks, let's get those iTunes reviews. We want to get to that. Uh, expo- we want to expose ourselves. We want to, to expose people, ourselves. To as many people as possible on <laughs> iTunes. Just say it, Damon. Yeah, just say it. Don't spray it. It's weird. Don't spray it, Amato. Whatever you want. Right? Don't spray it, Amato, Gare. Right? <laughs> okay. We're going to sign out. I'm playing the Keys bartender theme.